Greetings, everyone. <laughs> You're already laughing. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. <laughs> what are you laughing about? This Jill? is all right. And I'm right. I'm I think Cox. you're already laughing about our, our topic. I am. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. And the reason I'm laughing so hard is because this week's episode, we're asking, is your picker off? <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad part, you said that. It's part of a segment we call Stand By Your Stands. Yeah, so, yes, it probably would have had a different connotation if you had said it. it. It's a good thing I didn't say it because I wouldn't have said picker. What would you have said? Something else. Like? Pecker. Oh, <laughs> so you did say it. <laughs> I didn't say the whole title. Oh. I didn't say, is your blank off? Oh. I just okay. Said. Okay. Well, anyway. What's your what's your stance on this? Are are people out there her, her, habitually bad well, at choosing their partners? Well, actually, that's what we're, that's what the topic. That's, really that's what means. I was just going. Yes, that's that's what I was just going to ask you, Jill, because um, actually, you just decided this would be our topic. Well, you, you brought you it just, up. No, I just no, gave you it said the title. Just, no, you said. Well, I didn't know there was such a thing. You told me that. Your friends, this, oh, yes. is, this some is a of, phrase some of that them, yes. is, is your picker off. Yes, we, we you, say, oh, picker. their picker must be off. Yeah. So so really, please go into detail well, when you say your picker is well, off. Well, what it means is that if you have a tendency to find and date, or they find you, one or the other, uh, and date someone over and over and over again that and they're the wrong, definitely wrong the wrong person, person for you. And it doesn't matter whether you know, it's male, female, yes, yes. And gay, it lesbian, it yes. doesn't matter. And we're not saying they're yes. bad people. They're, they're just bad for you. For you, yes. yes. yes you and the so wrong just, one. you know, you, you get in a relationship, you get out of it because it was the wrong, it was the bad, a bad person for you. Get in the next relationship and it's the it's same that. kind of person, just a different you know, name and face and all that, but still the same traits. Yeah. So we say, oh, their picker must be off. Yeah. My, you know, I really hate to announce this to all of our listeners. Oh, dude, pray tell. Go <laughs> for it. Before I met Jill, my picker. Nice clarifier. My, pick, <laughs> my picker was off. Oh, and before I met you, my picker was off too. It was really off. It's a little bit exciting, but that's the problem <laughs> when your picker is off. <laughs> you know, you have all kind of exciting things happen, but they may not be good for your life. Right. You know? Like yeah. long lasting relationships. Yes, right. You know, maybe, maybe it's fun for a little while. Right. Yes. Yeah. But but not for a long term yeah, relationship. Well, before I met you, um, you know, as I've always said that I never pursued men you know if someone asked me you out pursued me you I chased did not. me you chased me our listeners me. know our listeners know that story they know that you kept coming into my workplace i was just so, a customer but continue anyway continue. so i said i so that's one for me i was just, just trying to buy episode. some books that's all you always bought music you very <laughs> rarely bought books but music anyway books. 
getting getting off topic. Uh, so before you, if someone asked me out, I would say, you know, unless there was something that I just just really turned me off. And most of the time, if someone asked me out, they knew me. I knew them. And so I would say yes. And so, you know, but most of the time I didn't pursue them for a long time term relationship. I didn't date them, you know, thinking they're going to be my husband, uh-huh. you know? Um, and so most of the time, this is what I found that they were not only the wrong person for me, but emotionally they were unavailable mm-hmm. to me. You know, um, I was never their priority. And so, and why was that? And well, why I, did you decide to pick a cute person like that? Well, I think it it goes back to when I first became interested in guys. Um, I I was focused on my schoolwork and my career and all of that, so I didn't want a a boyfriend around me all the time because mm-hmm. I I needed to focus during the day. I wanted you know to have you know time on the weekends or whatever to see them, so I didn't want to see them every day. Uh-huh. So even in high school, uh, very rarely did I date someone from my high school at the same time they were at my high school. I might uh-huh. have dated them when they graduated. I might have dated someone who went to other schools just so I wouldn't have to see them every day and they wouldn't have to see me. We Mm -hmm. had that space and time like we talked about in the the last episode. So I think as I became an adult. You sounded like a person that couldn't commit. No, I was very committed. If you were my boyfriend, you were my boyfriend. (laughs) You were committed. You, You know, they were just temporary. Well, I mean, if you're a teenager, you know, like, how committed can you be? But I was loyal, you know, and I was. I was loyal. And, you know, they they were my boyfriend. I didn't, you know, I I was monogamous, but but I didn't want to see them every day. That wasn't important to me because I had other things I wanted to do. And I didn't want them saying I, you know. I was get they were I didn't want them to get in the way of my doing those so in things. your list of priorities they were not high on my list <laughs> not at all you know I mean they they were important to me but they I'm weren't glad I met you when I did right. so I can See? get to the top of that priority <laughs> list yeah I don't want to be on the bottom of the priority well list. my priorities have changed you know we everybody knows that as you age yeah your priorities, your, your priorities change, change. Yes. so back then my priorities were not dating it was schoolwork and you know preparing for my career yes and so even as an adult i was still focused on my career so i think i that it came back full circle and that i drew in i gave i must have still been giving off that vibe because i drew in guys who didn't make me the priority when maybe my priorities were a little you know, shifting a little and I want it to be higher on their list. You know? I don't know. That just confused me. Basically, I think I get I gave off what I used to be. And that uh-huh. is someone who didn't place whoever I was seeing as a priority. So that's what I got. That's what I attracted. Okay. You know, the laws of attraction. You know how that works. I, I you know, I didn't I didn't know you then, but I actually think it was something different. What do you think it was? I think it was that 
you you was a strong and still are strong intelligent woman that knew what she wanted and i believe in your case it was men that were intimidated by you I wanted men who are intimidated by me. I think that's what you found. Not that's that what you I wanted. Well, not, not that you wanted. You didn't say, hey, I want guys that are intimidated by no, me. No, that would be but boring to me. Those were the ones you <laughs> ended up with, the ones that were intimidated. Not all of by them. You. Some of them were as strong as me. Some of them could talk back to me. And like then you what do. happened to those? What happened to them? Mm. <laughs> I moved. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I don't know if you're actually saying that your picker was really off. It was because that is not what I needed. They were bad. They they were not right for me. So I kept, but I kept choosing the same type of guy who who were once I started like okay now I have more time to date and get to you know like when I started thinking about getting married let's uh-huh. let's put it that way so yes. when my priorities shifted the guys I was attracted did not so I was getting guys who who were unavailable to me for whatever reasons yeah but that's that's different. How, how it's, it's, it's much different. And I kept choosing that same kind of guy. I know, but that's much different than, than what you were doing because you were concentrated on your studies and all of that. Well, they were concentrated on other, well, some of them had other, other women, you know, they could not commit to me. So the, the, what's really happens when most of us and our pickers are off, um, it's, usually because of some dysfunction that we grew up with. So my picker was off because I grew up in a dysfunctional household. Well, don't we all? So the love, not all of us, many of us. Many, most of us have but, some but type of dis- dysfunction, dysfunction in, in, in the in household. Yeah. So if, if we're really honest with ourselves as adults and we look back and it's 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 interesting that we always you know we always hear you know the psychiatrist will say it's from your childhood it's from your childhood but actually most of it is from your childhood okay so when you you grow up in a dysfunctional household and you see your parents that are supposed to be in love this is the only thing you know of love and it's dysfunction, whether it's alcoholism or 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 physical abuse or um, or they just don't like each other. You know, it, 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 this is what you see and as a child and that's what you think is love. Um, so the old there's an old song that says, I want to marry a girl just like the girl that married dear old dad. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what people do. They look at what they grew up in. Why well, didn't and grow up self-conscious. with a dad? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't there grow up with go. a dad, and there, I was I grew up as an go. only child. So, so I was used dad, to being by myself. Your dad was unavailable. Ah. So you chose oh, unavailable look at Dr. man. Cordova talking. You see? Go ahead. But this is this is what we do. You know, I I always chose women that were intelligent, 
mm-hmm. but a little bit off. <laughs> were, Are you describing me now? I'm describing my mother. Oh, okay. She was intelligent, but just a little, you know, she had a little bit of a crazy side to her. She, you know, but little, just a little different. Those were the type of women I would find or they would find me. It, it would always happen. Okay. It, it took me a long time to realize that's what I was doing. And do you know when I started learning that's what I was doing? Because my mother told me. Oh, she she recognized She is it? the one who told me. You, you keep picking women that are just like me. She you need to stop that. <laughs> she didn't say your picker was <laughs> off. But she did say, you keep choosing women that are like your mom. She said that to me. Oh, wow. How old were you then? I was probably like in my 30s. Oh, wow. And I start thinking about it. And I was, oh man, she's right. She's she's right. This this is this is what we do. Um, so many of us. Well, it do. makes so, sense because so, that is what we know. That's what we grew up with. That's what yeah, we saw. And so, that's all we've been so exposed if you, to. If you're like a female and you grow up with a, a father that was abusive, uh, physically abusive uh, to your mother, there's a good chance you may gravitate towards. Men, then you don't know it when you're doing it. True, but they end up being physically abusive. You don't you don't realize it, but you do. A, a woman might do the same thing that the her mother would do. So there's physical abuse. The husband apologizes. They all get back together. They're one happy family again. But it happens over and over and over again. Um, you know, and it's it's the same with men. There are men that have wives that cheat on them, but they keep taking her back in because they may had a mother that was cheating on their father and and do the do the same thing. But we don't know that we're we're better than that. It, t- it takes a while for us to understand that. We're better than and and break so, the cycle. Okay, so speaking of that, you you said that you know once your mother made you aware of what you were doing, how did you break the cycle? It still took me like another eight years, really, <laughs> maybe more than that, to really get out of it because I didn't become that way overnight. Well, it's, sure, it's hard. Sure. It's, it's, in, it's hard ingrained in to you. Change. Sure. It's hard to. To, um, to so do what that. steps did you take to do that? Um, I had to go through some more awful relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one that was particularly very awful, like crazy awful. And that was it. That's what broke me. You know how they say you have to hit rock bottom? Sure. Well, that was the one that... Maybe that was the one that did it? By, yeah, and, uh, I got to change. Is that when you came up with your two-year rule? Yes, yes, two-year rule. Explain or, that and, and to then the listeners. I gave a relationship. Listeners, I gave a relationship two years. I viewed, when I dated, I was looking for a wife. I wasn't looking for someone to date. So if I started dating this person, it was because... I'm thinking maybe I can marry this person one day. And for two years, I'd watch. 
and I'd wait for them to show me who they really are. Because in a new relationship, everybody's on their P's and Q's. Everybody's going to try to look their best. You know, I do it. Everyone does it. Um, But I found that right around that year mark, if they were trying to hide something from you, it starts to show at that year mark what they so were they can't, what they, they were can't hiding. keep up the yeah the it's it, yeah it, it it takes a really intelligent person to hide stuff from another person for a prolonged length of time mm-hmm. and each time it was it was about a year and they would start showing who they are so i might be dating this woman i think i'm in love with and and she's the one and in about year in a year I'd find out she's a drug addict (laughs) or I'd find out that she's a completely different person than she showed she was. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a hard thing. So when you're, when your picker is off, it's hard to correct, Mm -hmm. but you have to make a really conscious effort and you have to realize when you always end up with the wrong person it's not that other person that you end up with. It's not the person that was cheating on you. It's you because you chose them. And if you keep choosing people that cheat on you or that abuse you, you're the problem, not them. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's who they are, but you know who they are. Yeah. You know, as, as Maya, Maya Angelou uh, said, you know, someone shows you who they who are, believe, believe it. them, that's, believe that's it right. the first time. That that's was my right. problem. People always would show me who they are, but you wouldn't believe. But it. I would give them chance after chance <laughs> exactly. after chance. And so you're bringing up your how your mother made you aware, but how it still took you a while. Yeah, um, I was in the same situation. You know, when I had my my last marriage. My friends told me so much. You couldn't hear And I I couldn't hear. Well, I heard them, but I didn't believe them. You know, I wasn't listening. I could hear them. I could hear them, but I I really, I'm one of those people, I have to see for myself. Mm -hmm. I saw for myself. You saw for yourself. (laughs) Um, And I got it. And so uh, it took that. So I felt like I hit rock bottom with that. Uh And uh, it took that to where uh, once I was away from the situation and, you know, had moved on, that I could now hear their voices. Right. So anytime I met someone, I could hear their voices. Right. You know, right. and so I started paying more attention, you know, because I was always very good at being in like with someone, uh-huh. but not in love with someone. So love became important to me. Right. Like I could like someone, I could hang out with you. I could, I could be a fun date, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, and have fun. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm love you, you know? So it was, it was a while before my heart, I I guess I was guarding my heart. Um, but thanks to the voices I heard of my friends and my head, you know, I started to, um, I I wasn't like you. I wasn't like, I'm going to date to, to get a wife. I was, I'm going to date to see what I actually do like. Uh Because sometimes when you're in a bad relationship, you forget who you are Mm -hmm. and you forget what you actually do like in a person. 
Correct. So I spent my dates really learning about myself, probably more than my date. Right. You know, um, and that really, I think, helped me to be ready when you and I met. Absolutely. <laughs> Glad you were ready. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was ready. I was ready. Um, but I think it's because I took the time to get to know myself and yeah, what that, I what I need. Who who is the right person for me? Yeah, and and that's that's one thing I've I've told people on many occasions. You know, in in order to fall in love and find the right person, one of the things you need to do first is be in love with yourself. Yes. First. Yes. Love yourself. Be happy with who you are. Yes. Once you're there and you don't have all this self-doubt and and all of this other stuff going on, you're truly happy where you are. Happy, I would say, be happy with yourself. Be happy being by yourself. And once you're there, someone else can only enhance it if you find that right person. But you don't need that other person to make you happy. Right. If, if if the other person has to make you happy, then there's something wrong. There's still something. Right. You missing. don't need that validation to make yourself happy. Exactly. That's that's right. And so um, on that point, I would I would also say that, you know, in making, you know, I told you that or, you know, this that I grew up as an only child. So. Back then, I was perfectly happy to be by myself, mm -hmm. right? And then somehow or another, I started thinking, you know, I needed to be there for the, for other people. I needed yes. to be there for other people. But I, in that time, you know, between my, my last marriage and this marriage, I really found myself. And I really, you know, I really am happy as, as an individual. Exactly. You know, but I do think we're better together. We are, yeah, absolutely. Because if I didn't meet you, whew, boy, you yeah, like elevated me. You, no, I did not. You, you elevated me to a new level. I did not. You, you elevated yeah, me, though. You elevated me to a new level. I am so much more educated now since I've met you. Oh, please. You you're a professor. You teach me every day. I don't, you're not in my class. Please. I don't have to be in your class. There's, there's, it's not an accident that children of professors are very intelligent. Would you agree? Or children of teachers tend to be um, very intelligent. My mother was an educator. That's right. <laughs> Your mother was an educator. Yes. You're an educator. Yes. But I'm Although I never you. thought I would be. That, I know. That was like the biggest surprise <laughs> to me. I know. I know. But, but so just being, spending as much time as I do with you, you educate me. I learn things. Well, I learn things from you too. Well, and we and, learn from each other, you yes, know. Yes, and, and on that point, I do think that if you can find someone that uh brings you up instead of tears you down and you uh, do the exactly. same for them, then that's a good match. That's a very good match. Because I mean there's there uh, again, I've I've said it in the last episode. I wouldn't have done this pod, even though the podcast was my it idea. It was your idea, sweetheart. I would not have done it by myself. We both do things in this podcast, but I wouldn't have done it by myself. I do it with you because you have certain expertise and keeping the show on point. 
thank you. One day we'll do a we'll do I'll do a show all by myself. I'll see you. Jill's out sick. You're gonna play both parts. (laughs) Jill's out sick. You're gonna play both parts. You're gonna sound like the audience would not like that show. They oh, they like might it. be entertained. You are a very entertaining guy. So, they, they will, so they if you say, like go into it right. and just say, greetings, everyone, like I do, then they, <laughs> they would probably laugh at that. <laughs> so, listeners, you should tell us if you would laugh at that. But uh, we need to get to our next segment that we call Give It a Rest and a Resolution. Okay, so, Tony, we've said a lot of things on this topic, but what's your ultimate conclusion? Is what do you do if your picker's off? Uh, no, is your picker off? What's your conclusion? <laughs> my, <laughs> I was getting ready to go to the mine, last segment. Mine is exactly where it should be. Your picker? Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> we picked. We finally chose I check right. Often we chose right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that did not sound right. This is a PG show. <laughs> is this still? Is my picker? Oh, is my picker it. still stop there? Stop it. Stop I just it. have to make sure. This is, this is PG. Okay, well, my conclusion is that, yes, of course, our pickers are are on point. Um, because we, we definitely found, I believe, the person right for each of us. Yeah, yeah. And I actually agree with you. So I, I can't uh, add much to that. Okay, so good conclusion. All right, well, let's get to our last segment that we call... I'm trying to help you. Okay, so we've already given a lot of advice, I think, just by talking about the process of how we uh, managed to find each other. But what advice do you have for our listeners? I think the the biggest advice, because everything follows behind it, and I, I said it during the uh, during the episode, is that you really, truly need to be happy with yourself and happy being by yourself before you're going to be open to find the right person because that person will only enhance you. So be happy with yourself. That's my tip. That's a great tip. And I would add on to that, that in uh, knowing who you, who you really are, you also have to know uh, what you can tolerate uh, for the rest of your life. If you're looking for a long-term commitment and and what are um deal breakers and also know your own flaws um i was uh very quick to- tony i think to let you know early on what my flaws were <laughs> yes and then you were. and then you saw for your for yourself uh but that was my way to say hey this is me and mm. i'm i was unapologetic about it that this is who i am that you know that's a good topic for another episode what is no one's perfect. That's true. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. So you have to decide, uh, you know, if the person you love isn't perfect, which they probably are not. Well, no one's to, perfect, but, but they but might be to, perfect for you. Yes. There's a difference. Yeah. So, so, but their imperfections, you need to decide whether those are things you can live with. So. Yes. We could do that as a, maybe our next topic. Yeah. Perhaps. But I don't know. This topic was very serious. Well, I'm ready to start laughing again. Okay. You're going to say something funny? Ha, 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 I laugh in the face of danger. That was just weird. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. Okay. Funny then. to me. 
Well, okay. You said you wanted to laugh. You're laughing. All I is am well. Laughing. All is well. All is well. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, why don't we go ahead and close this this show out? Really? Yes. I'm okay. Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. And you've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. In this case, we're, 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 we're right in different are, ways. Yeah. Yes. We're both right in different ways. Cool. For different reasons. Cool. Uh, we might get canceled because we're right. We agree with each other too much. Well, we can, uh, we're the only ones that can cancel ourselves. <laughs> Who's going to cancel? Who's going to cancel me, boo? How about that? Agreed. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova III for the music, Nick Zinke for the podcast art. Uh, also, we're, we're still asking you to subscribe so that you don't miss any of the episodes and follow us on our Facebook page. Um, but keep listening and um, don't be shy about telling us what topics you'd like for us to discover, especially the single people out there. We want to hear from you. Yes. Check in with us. Okay. But those of you who have been commenting, keep them coming. We love them. So thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.